0: Welcome to Earthlight Cafe Podcast, hosted by Sienna and Senna. Our mission is to connect and build our Earthlight family, and to assist humanity in uplifting to unity consciousness. The remembrance that we are one, and we are love. Hello, welcome back to Earthlight Podcast, where you have the host Sienna. And I'm Senna. And we're going to be talking about lots of awesome things today, and um, it only feels right to say that the Leo moon vibes for us Leos. We've decided to do a solo cast for that reason, so is going to tell you what we're talking about today.
1: Yeah, so uh, we're going to be talking about taking the rings of your life, tuning into your soul's purpose, and living from a place of spiritual alignment. So that brings up a lot of questions. Uh, What is spiritual alignment? What does it mean to act or live in alignment? How do we find alignment? And as Sienna just said, um, in honor of our Leo full moon that we had last Thursday, um, and you got two Leos here, uh, we want to share a bit about ourselves and we really resonate with this topic because all of what we're doing uh, and showing up with this podcast and with Earthlight Cafe and our connections that we're creating and co-creating with our, our divinity. We are um, truly on our own path of souls, finding our soul's purpose and alignment, and um, we hope to share a bit more about our journey and you can learn more about uh, Sienna and myself. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So I'll give a quick energy update. Uh, as. Uh, Sienna just mentioned we, we had a full moon in Leo last week. We're going to have um, our new moon in Aquarius next week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, so, yeah, our, our Leo full moon last week is all about, yeah, a lot of things kind of came up for myself. And um, I know some things were stirred up with you, too, and, mm-hmm. and other people, especially with a Leo dominating sign and their moon or sun. Um, but it comes back to, are you following your heart? Are, what, what, What's not in alignment here? And maybe there are some things that felt like have been shaken up. Or maybe something that came to your attention that you need to prioritize. And um, listen to that. And we'll be talking a lot more about specifically that. About what is in alignment? How do we put those things in priority? So... Uh, that was last week. Moving forward, uh, we, oh, we just entered Mercury Retrograde uh, this past weekend. So uh, Mercury is now in, uh, excuse me, we're going to Mercury Retrograde in Aquarius uh, for the next few weeks until February 20th. So what's that mean? It's helping us to rethink the future, reframe how we speak and think about ourselves. This is a purge and an upgrade of the throat chakra. And some good news, it's not going to be as intense as the Mercury retrogrades of 2020, <laughs> since those were Yay. Friends, because we had some other bigger planetary um, influences on those. Uh, but there still might be some cloudiness, maybe some information that's not fully there, and in some conflicts or things that are coming up in your situation or field. And so things will clear up after uh, February 20th. Um, uh, also, Venus is moving into Aquarius, which is opening up to a new way of love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a really beautiful era that we're experiencing, and now Venus is in Aquarius this week. Um, so a thing that I recommend is any energy clearings that you can do will significantly help with helping you to, and setting an intention too of being able to receive a greater Uh, love and Mm -hmm. be able to invite and bring in that that incredible abundance so what is spiritual alignment um i'm gonna let sienna answer that
0: fair enough yeah Yeah. you did a lot of chatting (laughs) um what is spiritual alignment well I like what you wrote, so I'm gonna read it off a little bit and yep. then carry on. Uh, it's a union of your physical and metaphysical self. It's when we are alignment. It's when we are in alignment, we are able to manifest. Oof, yes, yes, yes. Um, a spiritual spiritual alignment to me means that you're in tuned with your intuition. This word's been coming up a lot for me recently, so I'm just gonna continue the pattern. Um, we hear intuition a lot, but I don't think that most of us actually take genuine time to realize how important intuition is in our day to day lives. And I think when we are truly aligned with that piece of ourselves, which is part of your chakras, um, that's when you begin to kind of flow with life. There's so much more flow because you're not having your ego be like, What? What are you doing? What are you doing over there? Why aren't you doing that? Hey, stop. What are you doing? You know? Instead, it's like, yeah, okay, I'll go that way. That feels right. Oh, I'm gravitating this way now. Okay. And, And it's, yeah, it's a lot more flow. So I feel like spiritual alignment, even though it sounds rigid and linear, it's actually a very fluid motion.
1: I love yeah. that you bring that up.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: I yeah. love that.
0: What about you, my dear?
1: Yeah, um, taking some time and just going inward. This is actually part of my answer. Is is, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll what I will dive more into about how I I assess that within myself when I when I share a bit about my journey of my soul's purpose and, and my own findings of alignment. But I think it is, it's a day-to-day. It's a moment-to-moment thing. Mm. It's not just like, I've cleansed all my chakras and I'm good and I'm enlightened forever. What's up? No, it's not like that. It's it's, Mm. those are great little glimmers of, Mm. you know, getting to experience that, but being on this planet, a place of incredible duality that we get to experience, Mm. it's not always like that, so, (laughs) um, (laughs) yeah, so I, I feel for spiritual alignment for me, um, yeah, I, I I wrote down on these notes that, yeah, it's, it's a union of my physical and metaphysical self. It's it's when I bring in my body and my mind and my spirit and I'm checking in with my heart and it's when a moment or a decision or the way I think or a particular um, dis- or action that I have to make, um, it it feels... I don't want to say in alignment but it is in alignment (laughs) it feels like almost like the clear next right choice Mm -hmm. and um yeah i throughout throughout my journey i found that when i'm out of alignment usually things are more dense or sticky or um i i love confusing or confusing, yeah. I so I love uh, this analogy. Like years ago, um, I, I kept on feeling like the universe was hitting me in the head with a coconut over <laughs> <Burn> and <laughs> over again. Well, well, I, like on a uh, Mario Kart, yeah. There's this one uh, uh, track, uh, and it's like the Donkey Kong track, yeah. And whenever you fall off course, uh, you get hit. With a coconut, and the <laughs> coconut keeps pushing you back on course
0: I remember that <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's a very uh, pixelated coconut and <laughs> you're not sure if it's a coconut or not, but it's a coconut uh, I'm pretty sure um and yeah, what I love about about this particular analogy is that's how I feel sometimes with life is like when I'm not in the flow of things or mm-hmm. when I'm trying to control or make something go my own way or um when I feel like I'm waking up and I'm walking up river. Yeah. Uh, I'm like... Like I'm going the path of like most resistance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's when certain things happen, I've noticed. Mm. Where I get hit in the head with the coconut. Um, I love that. Yeah. That's a perfect analogy. Thanks. Yeah. 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 And And what I see with that is I... I trust that my soul is guiding me to where I need to be, and and trying to help me find my path of alignment. And um, my particular belief is that as everything on this planet, everything is ascending. We're all ever moving. We're all ever changing, and the whole purpose and point is essentially ascension and to and to become a greater and evolve more and becoming better and better person or being or whatever that you are yeah and that's just the nature that we see like a, yeah. a seed that is planted it's it continues to grow and grow and grow until it blooms mm-hmm. and you see that with humans and animals and we it's Everything is growing to become its greatest version of itself. And but the only way you can do that is if you're
0: constantly working on that spiritual alignment. Yeah.
1: I and then know. if you I mean you can
0: do it the other way. It's just way harder. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're constantly getting hit by the coconut. <laughs> uh, we
1: won't talk about karma and coming back yeah, no, again. No, no, no. But no. well, yeah, anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll keep we'll keep that to another show.
1: Anyway. Yeah. So um I guess we kind of touched on it a little bit. So, yeah, what does it mean to act or live in alignment? Um,
0: what does it mean to act or live in alignment? Yeah. I mean, you ha- you kind of have to, right, uh, answer that question while you're answering spiritual alignment. Because what we're speaking about is our own experiences of living in spiritual alignment. Yeah. Right. And like we were talking about before we got on this podcast, everybody's experience is going to be different. So if you don't align with what we're saying, there's nothing wrong with that. You may need to do something physical. I just recently learned that men, and I totally agree with this by just experience, so there's that as well. That men, most of the time, not saying this all the time generally, um are more physical with their spiritual alignments, right? They have to do physical things externally to feel an alignment, which is probably why you have a friend or a partner or somebody that's like, I need to do, I need to do, 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 and go do this and do that. And that makes them feel the most happy and aligned and flow. Whereas uh, women, again, generally speaking, are more inward. We're like, what can we do to work on ourselves inwardly and what is it that we need to change and and alter and all that jazz. So I think when it comes to what does it mean to act or live in alignment, everybody's gonna be a slightly different. So what it means to me, I'll go ahead and say, is like living in alignment means that I'm checking in with myself every day and I give that time in the morning before I've been affected by any external circumstances, not saying I'm perfect on this, um, to say, hello body, where are you at today? What's going on? And check off those boxes in my head of like, okay, my heart's feeling a little heavy today. Where, why is that? Is that something I just need to like feel and move through or is there something deeper that I need to like work on even deeper? And same thing with, like, pain. If you're a person that has chronic pain, it's like, okay, how are you today? What, what do you need from me today? Is today something that we need to just take it slow and do, like, stretching, a lot of stretching, a lot of icing or whatever it may be? Or is today, like, a really good day? And I think that that's really important for me personally uh, to help me live in spiritual alignment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to touch on as well that, um, in regards to what you were saying earlier about men versus women, I, I want to touch also that um, if you're even depending, Neither, yeah. <laughs> even, yeah, depending on gender fluid, yeah, gender fluidity, non-binary. Um, everyone has their their own experiences. Yes. So even if you are female-bodied but identifies uh, more masculine yes. or non- non-binary. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's why I was trying to make sure I said like this is a generality. Yeah, you totally did. For sure make sure that you know that like we are down with whatever you want to feel, babe. Like you do you. <laughs> yeah. But it just seems to be a pattern for most,
1: yeah. yeah, of the collective. Yeah. Heard. Um I love that. So, I'm going to I'm going to kind of answer that when I jump into um, a little bit about my story. Sure. Okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit about my background. So I am born and raised in Washington. I followed a, a path of going to school and getting a degree and busting my bottom off <laughs> <laughs> in regards to, um, I've kind of always been a bit of like a workaholic. I, I would have two to three jobs at a time, plus going to school. I'm not kidding. I've once worked at three jobs Dang. and going to school at the same time. Wow. It reflected in my grades pretty poorly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have a dad that is very uh, physical, security, uh, financially minded, and um, grateful for this teacher in my life because it, it has brought a lot of lessons um, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I've had a big push and influence from him in particular. Um, especially, you know, being a child that, uh, of, of two other sisters and, um, looking back at my childhood over the past couple of years, I've been able to see the tendencies and the kind of the survival techniques that I've learned in regards to, um, um, having to overcompensate myself or um, compete in order to receive love or praise. And and so I've realized that's part of my nature is since you know, I've been working on, on peeling those layers uh, since of essentially where, what are those essentially beliefs that I've taken on from my parents? What are those um, kind of childhood uh, conditions that are, are bleeding now into my adulthood, um, that no longer serve me anymore. And I've been realizing what beliefs specifically around like security and money and, um, that I no longer believe in. Mm. And, um, I think I am going to bring this up actually, it's coming to me and I feel like spirit wants me to say this. So, um, something that i believe in is that we as energetic beings our beliefs are so potent they are so powerful so when you believe a particular thing and there's hundreds of thousands of other people that believe this particular thing too what you're doing essentially it's almost like an extension cord coming from your being Mm -hmm. and it's plugging into this collective consciousness and all the more people and human beings that plug into this particular way of thinking or a particular belief style uh becomes its own essentially collective consciousness because collectively we're putting our consciousness there <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. and so um. What's part of alignment, and for me, I really, I really like the chakra system. Um, I I, I think it's a really wonderful visualization, interpretation, and when I meditate, I'm able to see my chakras and work with my colors. Um, and going back to everyone has their own unique way of being able to perceive and understand spirit or their their own beliefs, this might be totally different from you. And what's so cool is Carolyn Miss um, is an incredible author and speaker and teacher. Um, she's a medical intuitive and she talks about essentially the energy anatomy. And um, I'd love to share more about her, but not at this time. <laughs> but I will put some um, some links about her in the description below. And what's really incredible is she has taken the time to essentially observe the chakras um, uh, and compared it with Judaism and compared it with um, uh, lineages of Catholicism. And that is so there, there's and there's perfect parallels across um, essentially these three, um, belief systems and so going back to you continue alright so going back to um, everyone has their own way of being able to interpret things um, this is an incredible this is an incredible particular interpretation for myself so I will note that I have a child that should be napping right now and he just hopped out of his crib <laughs> So that's where Sienna's going for the moment to help me uh, put him back to bed. Um, <laughs> so back to the chakras. Uh, for me, I learned the chakra system when I was uh, taking my yoga tr- teacher trainings. And that was something that really uh, worked for me. And just a quick overview. So a chakra is essentially a wheel of light. And there's seven. There's actually more. There's way more. Um, But the seven that we mostly embody in regards to our our physical, metaphysical form is um, our root, which is really around uh, security and making sure you're safe and being a part of the tribe. The sacral, which is at the base of your spine. Uh, Your sacral chakra, which is around your creation and your sensuality. And this um, is in uh, essentially your your abdomen area and also um, your just kind of like your your lower uh, just below your navel. And then uh, your solar plexus, um, a major place of emotional uh, processing, your ego, uh, experiences of humility and um, your power uh, is in your uh, so just below your chest what would you call that? sacral sacral Sacral. no that's sacral solar plexus solar plexus sorry and then um your heart being where you experience uh love and your greater emotions and uh harmony and uh this is essentially your portal to um really the spirit and Mm -hmm. love and god and um understanding others and understanding that uh uh, there's a there's a greater truth and um, mm-hmm. oneness with everyone. And then uh, your throat chakra being able to speak and communicate your your truth coming from your heart. and your third eye, uh, you're just below or just above your uh, eyes and your forehead. and uh, this is really about um, seeking truth and, Um, greater higher wisdom Mm. and then your crown chakra at the top of your head around the crown Um, your connection with uh, divinity and your guides your source light and um, also a place of uh, essentially removing uh, perceptions of right and wrong so uh, I bring this up because uh, I've learned over time that I've grown out of essentially the tribe mentality, this this uh, more denser, lower frequency. And I've learned that in regards to my security, I, um, I, I stray away from the beliefs of the herd. I, I stray away from the beliefs of these other collectives that no longer resonate for me. And... Um, So part of that was I grew up Catholic and uh, I realized that did not serve me and didn't answer the questions or feel right for me and uh, didn't make me feel connected to God and so I had left the church when I was about 16 and, um, and felt just a lot of separation and anger and sadness and a lot of trauma from the church as well and Um, so I went a few years of really struggling to know who I was and where I was and what I believed in and also had and carried a lot of anger and resentment. And in my, in my twenties, I had just graduated from college. I got into a job. I was working about 60 to 70 hours a week. Um, I was beginning to have severe health problems, adrenal fatigue, um, my body was just in a constant state of, um, of just that, that fight or flight mode, and mm-hmm. um, I had, I had just severe anxiety and self judgment, and um, just yeah, crippling panic attacks, and um, and then went through some times of depression and really considering about taking my life, and. It wasn't until I was about twenty two that I realized that if I continued working at this particular job, I had to um, I, I, I wouldn't survive I like my body was in such a way that I just I realized that um, I needed to do something, something needed to change. and so I took uh, about a year off and I was able to um, essentially find yoga and I found that, um, yoga and art, uh, I became an art teacher, I became a yoga teacher, um, was something that called to me and I found that there was this, like, thirst, this, like, unfillable quench for learning more, um, about, um, yoga and about meditation, about Buddhism, about Taoism. And I started just researching Eastern philosophies and kind of found my way all the way back around um, in my 20s, back to um, the church, actually. <laughs> um, and I, I don't believe that I am religious, but I have found my way back to Jesus and uh, Mary Magdalene and Um, have found just a whole new breadth of um, love for the teachings of Christianity. And so, anyway, I bring up this whole story because uh, this has been, there's been some dark days, but then there's also been some really incredible days where I've, I've been able to find a greater peace and It's like my soul has been pulling me along and I've had to see essentially a greater lens. I had to see those dark times and I've had to see the high times in order to make that bridge of essentially what my soul's purpose is here to do. I feel like, and this is just coming to me now actually, that um, I've had to have all of those experiences to be a bridge. To be a bridge between our old world and our new world, mm. our new world of essentially bringing in light, and twenty twenty has been a year where um, I've had another awakening, an awakening of um, of remembering. I don't know. It's like it's like my light work has been just automatically turned on. And it's this full-time job that <laughs> happens mm-hmm. in the dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um and it's it's become like I don't know, just this whole other second nature. Um so coming back to I guess alignment um in day to day, I found that it's when I listen to the subtleties. Uh this like quiet whisper within within myself it you kind of seems like it comes from my heart Um, sometimes I hear words sometimes I see images sometimes I just feel elated and um, when I think of a particular thing or place or um, and I that's that's been kind of my way of of tuning into myself and my soul and it's taken time to trust that more and more and trust that I, I'm i not a crazy person that mm-hmm. hears voices. <laughs> and it's been like, it's been a huge process of essentially removing this old way of being from our ancestors, from our karmic collective consciousness and from the fears of, of others, the projections of others. And realizing what is true and what is mine and what is my experience versus what is others, and as a psychic empath, that's been particularly a challenge. And um, I'll do a quick shout out for myself. I <laughs> I have a for other star seeds light workers psych, psychic empaths. I have some videos on our Earthlight Cafe podcast on my Senna's channel um, about that I'll be posting. I'm still figuring out my cadence, to be totally honest. <laughs> it was going to be every Sunday, but <laughs> it's not the most feasible thing with a child and my, my work at the moment. But um, I'm going to be offering some more more resources of energy regulation and tuning in. So if anything of my story um, you know, resonates with you, um, I would love yeah, for you to check out those additional resources if you feel called. And... Yeah, I I mentioned earlier as well that um, those places, those times in my life where I feel density or I feel stickiness or heaviness, um, I've learned over time that that is actually not something to avoid. It's something that in that moment, I need to take a breath and I need to check in. And sometimes I can feel it in my body and I have to, I like to like maybe even touch with my hands and place my hands over where my body that I'm experiencing that. Um, sometimes it can feel like, like, a, like I'm being kind of like like a blockage in my throat, and it's something that I'm not saying or I'm holding back, and. Um. Yeah, a few things that have been really helpful for me has been this this chakra. Um, interpretation uh, of being able to understand where my blockages are. And um, in my chakras, and I've been able to work directly with those. And uh, chakra clearings, meditation clearings, energy clearings, um, has been huge in regards to unraveling the noise of other people's thoughts, projections, beliefs, what's not mine. And um, yeah, and then lastly, the reason why I do these energy updates for every podcast is... Knowing what the planetary alignments and things that are happening is so helpful for me because our planets and our solar system, as it's constantly evolving, these are incredible energies that we can use to uplift mm. if we want to, or mm. or we don't have to. And <laughs> it's a it's a cycle and it's a pattern that kind of happens um, on a normal, but the every every everything is different. I'm not gonna say it's totally often but um <laughs> but these energies uh, are incredible at being able to help us purge certain chakras or an upgrade our spirit and things that get triggered that come up are meant to come up for a reason. Things that come up, your soul is telling you you're ready to do this and to uh heal this and to clear this. And so um yeah that's That's quite a bit more about my story. I, since, um, had actually just kind of from my 22 to now, uh, I since actually had gone back to that job and I now have a really great position and, um, I'm still currently working there, but it's under my own terms and, um, I'm noticing more and more that, uh, that Yeah, this might be something that's falling out of alignment. Uh, I am also doing another job at the moment, too, where I'm an office manager and um, for a green home construction business. And uh, this is something that brings actually greater purpose. I really, I really feel um, happy and like I'm doing good with this particular work. And Yeah, and then since I've had a a child, and that was a growth spurt, and (laughs) I've had some great teachers (laughs) come into my life um, that have have really caused me to grow up and show up and, um, uh, yeah, learn how to handle situations, life. In a, in a, and an aligned way. Yeah. And sometimes that's setting boundaries so that you can stay in your alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> that was like 15 minutes. <laughs> that's okay. It's yeah. all right. Um, awesome. So Sienna.
0: Yeah. I would love
1: to hear your story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. About your soul's journey, whatever you want to share and but there's a how alignment shows up for you and yeah so it's interesting
0: i love first off i just want to comment on i loved the bridge talk of you know being able to see one um spectrum of life scale to the other spectrum so the really really low lows to so the really really high highs and how that bridge has allowed you to then be able to like view life better and also just be ready for different growths and I I do believe that that bridge is made out of tools and I just want to specify on that Mm. there are tools that you have learned that we all can learn if you have if you feel discouraged right now you are learning along the way Yeah. it is not something that is going to happen overnight No. is years of practice and dedication, and realizing that you are um, imperfectly perfect. And um, knowing that sometimes a step back doesn't mean anything negative, that it actually never means anything negative. What it means is that you need to refine that tool so you can step forward a couple more steps next time. And I just really wanted to emphasize that because... You just summed up a big chunk of your life in such a short period of time, and I don't want anybody else out there feeling like they won't be able to get to that point or that it's overwhelming or anything like that. Just take it one step at a time. Trust yourself. Love yourself. Accept yourself as is and move from there. So there, there's that. That's part, honestly, that's that's one of the biggest things that I've learned in my growth. I came from a family where my... I was the oldest in the house, but I had an older sister. That was my half-sister out of the house that she would visit occasionally. So I had that energy. And then I had a best friend that was kind of like a sister. So we were all like this hodgepodge family. But um, I have... A father and a mother that are quite the opposite and um, I'm blessed to have gotten little tendencies from both of them shadows and lights that I feel very balanced with um, as long as I am aware and aware (laughs) present and aware (laughs) with those tendencies Because as we all know, we can pick up tendencies that we don't really want of our parents as well. And that's okay as long as you recognize them and allow yourself to grow. Um, I never really, I had religion when I was growing up. When I was a kid, I actually went to church. But once I turned about eight or nine, we stopped going to church and that was just because they became busy. And it's funny because my mother and father have such guilt about me not going to church later on. But I believe that it happened for a reason because it allowed me to, before I started questioning things, it allowed me to detach from that strict mindset and it opened the door more for me to be able to have flexibility with my belief and still have a relationship with God. Um, And I did have a father that would always tell me that everybody's just trying (laughs) their own way to make it with a relationship with God. Whatever way that may look is what they're supposed to be doing. And um, I firmly believe that as well. So, but God, for, for some reason God was hard still for me to, um, when I was out of the house, it was a word that was sticky for me. And I didn't know why. And so when people would ask me what I am, who I was, what I believed in, I was like, well, <laughs> you know, I think I believe in God. Don't know about Jesus, maybe. And, uh, yeah, I'm working on working on that. <laughs> so I was a little clueless, but I didn't have any any bitterness because I've always been, well, as the older sibling in the house, the stereotypical older sibling, I, I always was the positive outlooker. And I was always the one trying to, like, mediate and take care and fix. So, of course, I did... The same thing for myself, but when I was younger I had a lot of shame around fixing myself. Because I thought that I needed to be perfect right then and there. And so I too went through, it was more for me, it was more body shaming. Because I had a mother that had a lot of body shaming and so it just bled onto me. And so I got really lost in my life which I feel like this is really common for our younger 20s because this is when we're trying to figure out ourselves and in the new world <laughs> that we, we just got out of the nest and you're not alone. <laughs> like, if you're feeling this way, it's so natural and normal. And just remember that the security of anybody around you, like those people are for you, you are not alone. Like, you are not alone. I just cannot emphasize that enough. And even when it feels like you are alone, then be alone, but love yourself in that moment. Mm. Hold yourself and be with yourself. Because if I was to go back and tell my younger self anything, that would have been it. Is it's okay if you feel alone, allow yourself to. Because mm. once I made that decision, like I think this, the day was I wanted to go to a restaurant I had made lots of money working, totally lost, not knowing what I'm doing with my life. And I saw, I was like, I want to go to Sherry's, but I have nobody to go with. And I was kind of in this self-pity mode and I was so sad. And then all of a sudden there was some voice in the back of my head that kicked me. Maybe it was the coconut (laughs) that was like, no, go enjoy yourself. Go enjoy your hard earned money and have a pie and some food at Sherry's while you read a book and enjoy your own company, have that moment. And that was that was a changing point for me, was all of a sudden like, yeah, I can enjoy my own company. This is okay to be alone. It's okay to feel a uh, be in inward. Um, and that's when I started to really heal. It was a long process. After that, it was years of breakdowns and anxiety attacks and everything because I didn't quite understand that I needed to allow myself to feel the bad feelings as well as the good feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, until the past couple years ago, and then I had some shifts and started healing. And um, once I realized, you know, my fiancé helped a lot. We've been together for seven years, so most of my 20s. And there was his little voice in the back of my head that when I didn't believe in myself or I didn't see my worthiness, he, I was so blessed. I know that I'm rarity and I'm so grateful for this. Um, He would be like, you are worthy. You are special. You are amazing. Don't let anybody talk to you, shitty. Like, that is not how shit goes. (laughs) Excuse me for my stuff, but I don't think that's bad of a word. So, um, yeah, that was a really important turning point was realizing that for myself after a while. Yeah. So the alignments have just come with little baby steps. And um, what I used to do is go really hardcore, hard shadow masculine, where I would just, like, (laughs) try to spiritually be... Like, I'm going to go as hard as possible. I'm going to make it all the way to the top within six months. No problem. You know,
1: in six months. That's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what would happen is I would get ahead of myself, not learn the actual lessons, not let them integrate and solidify, and I would fall back all the way back to the beginning. And that's why I make that point about the bridge is because... The reason I fell back all the way back to the beginning is because I didn't actually learn the tools to continue on. Mm. And so the universe Mm. was like, "Mm, now, babe, (laughs) time to start right over again. You didn't learn the point. (laughs) The point was not made. (laughs) And back then it felt so painful to my ego. You know, it was like, what have I done wrong? And, you know, I would go through that vicious cycle of like self-pity and anger and, and anxiety and just feel like bad about myself for a really long time until something would snap and then I would get back on the horse and be like well I've learned tiny tools so I'll just start implementing those again and I just start going slower and once I started going slower and realizing I don't have time to I don't have anything to rush towards hmm. things start to solidify. They started to ground, and they started to become actually part of my life instead of a phase. Hmm. And um, I stopped bragging about it to my friends and family as much. It became more private, because for me, being a Leo, stereotypical Leo and its shadow self, I was always bragging about anything I was doing that made me feel awesome. Yeah, me too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, look at me, look at me, look how awesome I'm doing. I'm, I'm so, so lovable. Yeah, yeah, this is why you yeah, should yeah. love me. <laughs> <laughs> and what I was doing and what you probably were doing was yeah. trying to convince yourself yeah. that you were worthy of yeah. all that self development. The more you project it out, the more that person needs it yeah for themselves. Yeah, and it, it and it it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I think I, you know I did a lot of self-development books and finally I read a book that reminded me, don't tell anyone (laughs) about it unless they're really close like your fiance or really best friend you see all the time. Don't talk about it to anyone until you have talked to yourself about it and and validated yourself and don't feel like you need to tell anybody that it's just going to come up organically. That is something I'm still learning with certain topics in my life. But I've absolutely excelled in because, yeah, that's a big p- part that changed. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm only doing this for me. And then, so to quickly touch base on that, um, when it comes to circumstances, when it comes to things that are going on ex- outside of us, Energy wise, those are important, and I do believe that it makes me feel less insane when I learn that like we're a Mercury retrograde and I'm feeling all wonky. But at the end of the day, you also have internal circumstances, and those are going to be more magnetized to like your situation than anything outside of you. So you can't go blaming the retrograde. For your stuff, because there's something inside that you've triggered and you're not working on. So instead, go in and be like, why did it trigger? Now let's go inside and start aligning things within me.
1: Yeah.
0: And so that, I don't know about you, but when I'm grounded and aligned internally and feeling real good and I'm in my summer season or something like that, it doesn't matter what's going on around me. I'm going to feel good. It's going to be boss you know so just remember that as well that internal circumstances are really important and um that's really all that we have time for today but i also feel good in closure? closure
1: oh sure yeah how what what was the the changing point to like now like the work that you're doing now I mean, I've had spiritual awakenings and
0: I had Kudalini awakening through last year, the last two years. Yeah,
1: which has been incredible as a witness to watch.
0: Thank you, it's yes, an and she's been part of that journey, and it's been so great, and right now it's two-two-two, just to let everybody <gasps> know, so nice. two years, two-two-two, two's our time, it's a confirmation, it has been beautiful, and that's probably it for me,
1: yeah. Two-two-two is the number, well, two is the number of service, faith, and love.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: perfect. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's probably been my changing point. Um, I said yes one day, so instead of, like, limiting myself and telling myself I'm not worthy, And I just finally got to a place in my base that I felt comfortable to step out of my comfort zone. And once I took that step out of my comfort zone of all that stuff I've been reading for so long, once I took that to the actionable level of of, um, showing the new me, I guess, I know that's kind of stereotypical sounding, but that's what it felt like. Once I showed who I truly was, not new me, it was me all along. But I felt comfortable actually showing it to the world. That was when things started to change. And that's when I started getting my spiritual awakenings. That's when I started doing energy stuff. That's when I felt more confident in the energy things that were going on within my body. Um, And luckily I had you that had already gone through all that crap. And so I didn't have to like feel like I was crazy because I had her. And she was like already on her alignment. So... Um, yeah, that was probably...
1: I think you helped me with my awakening for becoming a starseed. Aww. I don't think I... I mean, I would have found it some other way, I'm sure, but... Yeah, yeah, you've definitely been key for me, too. That's
0: why it's important to have very key people in your life, but you don't gotta go show a bow to everybody. Just key people.
1: I love... I love what you were speaking about in regards to, um, how it's an internal process, and, um... And, yeah, I, I, I so resonate with that, too. And do you, you know my painting called The Tending to the Vulnerable Within? Uh, I think so, but... It's the one in my room. Yeah. But essentially, I just see it as, like, it's this new little sprout in mm, your heart. Mm, yes. And it takes, you know, some love and nurturing and nourishment and focus and to, to really grow that within yourself. And it's totally okay if if you're not ready to show yourselves yet yeah. to the world and yeah. um, because... Yeah, that can be a scary thing for sure, and and it might take a little bit more growth internally mm-hmm. before you get to that point of being able to share yourself. Honestly, you... Oh, I'm going to start crying. Aww. No, yeah. I. you've been like someone that's been able to see me and allow me to fully come into myself... To be able to express that more over the past year and a half of like our, of our own spiritual growth and alignment and, um, and talks. And I'm so grateful. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. I received that fully.
0: I'm so grateful for you and I feel the same. Yes. Very validating.
1: Uh, we are going to wrap up, I guess maybe just a few additional tips for alignment and we'll talk about a few things there. Um, but, uh, what I'm also going to include too is, uh, we're going to add on an audio either on this particular podcast or a separate one, um, on also for our YouTube channel. Um, I'm going to add a, uh, an alignment of the chakras. So it's going to be a cleansing and a clearing, a purging and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll bring in some, you know, whatever lights and templates and vibrations that your guides are ready to, and your higher self are ready to uh, download. And so I'm going to include that. So I'll be recording that later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll wrap up here. So last couple tips for alignment. Um, there is an incredible woman that Sienna showed me. Uh, actually, a couple. That, mm-hmm. that do and teach line activations. And it's been a really profound, yeah. very easy tool of essentially, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see this, but on our, on our podcast, it's bringing the, head, the hands above the head and uh, really feeling that energy above the, above the head and in between your palms okay. and bringing it down and not touching your, your body as but you breathe in. As you're breathing in, bringing it down. And if you're able to envision the chakras opening up and are creating the intention of bringing that line down, you bring it all the way down to your root chakra. And then you bring it back up on, you said the exhale, is that correct? Mm-hmm. And in the video, they do it about four times. They have some other incredible videos and explanations of this. And so we'll put that in yeah. the uh, description. Um, as I was saying before, chakra clearings, I've found also breathwork ceremonies in the past have been very powerful for me. Uh environmental
0: cleansing. So I actually just went to a chiropractor appointment. They had never cleansed their chiropractor like, are you kidding me place. They, Yeah, really? Yeah. And they finally did it today and it was amazing the difference it made with the workers and like everything like that. You can cleanse within by cleansing around, because if you think about you have energy around you that is pinning at you all the time, or you can cleanse it and it becomes harmonious with your chakra, so that's Beautiful. really important, yeah.
1: You're also cleansing when you're doing that, your astral planes. Yes. So if you've been in a particular way of thinking or a particular cycle that you're cleansing out, it's like those planes in your, in your room and in your drive, like whatever, you're kind of resetting that, refreshing that so that you can create essentially new neural pathways too. Um, and then yeah, writing or, so I, dancing for me is a powerful way to move energy. And Mm. usually I feel like I've been able to, yeah, find more alignment when I've, when I've been able to move out some stagnancy.
0: Screaming too. Screaming, screaming, growling, growling, letting that energy out through voice, like we were just yes. talking about your voice. If you're feeling some stuck ickiness, that is a great bomb ass way to do it. That's all I'm saying. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we're going to end here and I will uh, add on that uh, meditation clearing. So definitely keep an yeah. eye out for that as well um, on the YouTubes if we don't uh, end up attaching this. Um, And thank you so much for being here with us and we honor you and thank you for being with us Mm -hmm. and sharing your light.
0: Thank you. Have a blessed day and learn many lessons today. (laughs) Happy Retrograde! (laughs) Thank you for joining us on the Earthlight Cafe podcast. If you would like to connect or hear about other offerings, follow us on Instagram at Earthlight_Cafe. If you have any other questions about the show, you can also directly contact us at EarthlightCafe at gmail.com. Thank you for being.